Welcome everyone. This is Dr. Mobeen Sayed with one more episode of Long Story Short with Dr. Bean from the FLCCC platform. The discussion today is pretty interesting. It is a study out of China where they say that berberine treats atherosclerosis in a vitamin-like fashion. So let's look at this one. I think you would love it. So first, the references. So this is flccc.net or covid19criticalcare.com. Many, many resources over here, educational resources and protocols. Here is the study published 7 July 2022. Berberine treats atherosclerosis via a vitamin-like effect down-regulating choline TMA-TMAO production pathway in gut microbiota. And I'll explain what this is. Of course, berberine is involved and microbiota is involved and there is something very interesting in terms of mechanism. Some friends of mine, they said that this may be a study which is by some pharma company in China trying to promote their product as we have experienced these things in other countries, if you will. So this is printed in Nature, Signal Transduction and Targeted Therapy. Here are the authors. So if you see here the list of authors. They are associated with Peking Union Medical College, Beijing, China, Chinese Academy of Medical Sciences, and other such academies. Then if you look at the author declarations or ethics declaration, they have no competing interest. And if you look at their funding, so acknowledgement, this work was funded by CAMS Innovative Fund of Medical Sciences, the Natural Science Foundation of China, Beijing Key Lab of Non-Clinical Drug Metabolism and PKPD Study. So these are all not the ones that are trying to sell you something. And finally, we thank Shimatsu Ko LID for technological support. So I thought maybe Shimatsu Ko may be the one that is trying to sell some supplements. So here is their site. This is December 2021. Shimatsu China Co. Limited exhibited at the China International Import Expo promoting current and future contributions to society. They are actually a technology company. They make products, hardware, that is used in various researches. So I believe that these scientists over here, they took the help from Shimatsu to get their machines to be able to do their analysis and the work. So that is the associations of this paper. I do not think that there is any company involved, at least from what I'm seeing. I may be wrong. So now let's look at this study, fascinating study. So here is what we have. So berberine treats atherosclerosis. We saw this. So right off the bat, I want to actually present the observation first, and then we will go and look at the study details. So here is the outcome that they presented. These are four patients, one, two, three, and four. And these are their arteries and the atherosclerotic plaques in those arteries. So this is a plaque that has been encircled. And this is the A side is before berberine and A2, for example, is after berberine. So if you see here, this is the plaque size before berberine. This is the plaque size after berberine. And how much berberine did they use? 500 milligram in the morning, 500 milligram in the evening. So one gram total per day for four months. So this is the result after four months of management with one gram berberine daily. Here is another patient, participant number 16. This is their plaque. I believe that this plaque was at the carotid bifurcation. So the carotid artery. So from our aorta, there are subclavian and brachiocephalic arteries. They come out. From those arteries, there is a common carotid artery that goes out on the each side of the neck. 
Then at the angle of the jaw, there is a branch that is given that goes deeper from the jaw and goes up that is called internal carotid. And then there is another branch that goes up outside and that is called external carotid. So these patients, they had plaques, they had atherosclerotic plaques, some in their subclavian, some in their common carotid, some in their internal carotids. So that is what they are showing. So here, participant B, and this is the result. This is participant 6. And if you see here, this is the plaque size before and this is the plaque size after. And this is the participant D and you can see the plaque differences. So let's very quickly look at how they presented it. Then I'm going to go and show some of these as well. So berberine reduced the plaque size in patients with atherosclerosis. Diagram number A, that is this diagram. Diagram number A, the ultrasonic images of atherosclerotic plaque circled in white of the patients at different positions of carotid arteries before, that is one, and after, that is two. And this is the, after is four months of berberine therapy. So common carotid artery, if you see here, they show that that is the side of the neck artery. Then internal carotid artery, that is the one that would go deeper to the jaw. Then carotid bifurcation, that is near the angle of the jaw where the two carotids will branch out external and internal. And then subclavian artery, that is really at the root of the aorta from which the, not at the root, but at the arch of the aorta where subclavian comes out, that gives rise to then carotids. So if you see here, the average plaque score, so if we go to now, we saw that the plaques are reducing, correct? After four months of berberine therapy. Now in this B, C, D, etc., let's look at B, for example, this one. So they're saying that when berberine therapy was given, it was being matched or controlled with those patients who were taking standard therapy. And we'll look into that standard therapy as well statins and aspirins and blood thinners. Those patients who had the standard therapy, their plaque size actually marginally increased in size. So there was growth of the plaque, 1.9%. On the other hand, those that were taking berberine, and only for four months, they had minus 3-2% of the plaque. The plaque actually reduced. So berberine was not only competing that it will not let the plaque grow that fast. Instead, it started melting the plaque away. I'm using that's not a technical term. <laughs> it started reducing the plaque. So minus 3.2% size reduction. Similarly, if you see here as well, this was, so if we look at C, why not we look at B first? The average plaque score in patients was decreased by 3.2% after oral berberine, 0.5 gram BID for four months, and p-value is significant, N was 21. The score value was slightly increased by 1.9% after treatment with conventional drug combination, including rosuvastatin, so statin comes in, aspirin, clopidogrel sulfate, and ticagrelor. So this standard therapy, sure, slowed down the growth of atherosclerosis, but it still was not able to stop that. And berberine not only stopped it, but actually started reversing it. So that's amazing. Then C. The average carotid intima media thickness was reduced by 3.2% after the oral treatment and the value was slightly increased by 2% in the combination therapy. So this one, this one, what do they mean by that? So what happens is our larger arteries, they have a lumen inside. Lumen means the hollow part of a tube. They have a lumen. Then that lumen has endothelial cells plastered on the wall of the vessel internally then there is some basement membrane around that 
Then after that, I'm going to make it in blue. There is this layer of the smooth muscle cells and other cells. And then there is another layer of muscles and cells. And finally, there is the outer layer of the blood vessel. So this blood vessel has many, many layers. So there is the internal most layers are called intima, intima being internal. Then outside of the internal is the tunica media, that is the middle layer. And then there is the outside is the tunica adventitia or outside. When the atherosclerosis start developing, there are plaques that would start forming in the tunica media and these would push the intima internally and that plaque would bulge inside the lumen and slowly obstructing the lumen even to the point of completely occluding. Sometimes this plaque actually breaks off pieces of it and they go downstream and go get stuck somewhere else. This can actually be really bad. I mean, it causes heart attacks, it causes angina, it can cause even strokes, it can cause lots of trouble for the patient. So berberine's usage actually reduced the tunica media's thickness where the atherosclerosis is occurring by 3.2%, which is also another verification, another proof that the atherosclerotic plaque components are dissolving away or are getting treated, as they say. On the other hand, standard therapy did not reduce it. It stalled it. The growth was lesser, but it still grew by 2%. And as you can tell, other such measures as well. For example, the average carotid intima media thickness was reduced by this thing and the value otherwise increased by traditional therapy. The average carotid plaque length in patient was decreased by 2.2%. So we are only talking about length now. We're not talking about the plaque score, which takes more than the length into account. So the plaque length was decreased by 2.2% in either oral berberine or combination therapy. So the traditional therapy and berberine, they both reduced the plaque length. However, plaque score and the intimal thickening was not affected by traditional therapy. So now that we know this is the effect of berberine one gram per day for four months, let's look at the mechanism behind this all. So here there are some cute microbiota that are living in our gut. Some of these are opportunistic and bad. Some of these are actually opportunistic and good. Some of these are just good and they are helping us. So these microbiota, we are actually talking about these microbiota now. What happens is when we eat meat, animal pluck or red meat, in the meat, of course, there are cells and the cells have phosphatidylcholine or the phosphate bilayers, the cell membranes and the vesicle membranes. So there are many parts of the cell, critical parts of the cell that have phosphatidylcholines in them. That's just phosphate and choline. What happens is phosphatidylcholine is picked up by the microbiota. So the bacterium would eat it up or ingest it. Once the phosphatidylcholine enters the bacterium, inside of there, the phosphatidylcholine is converted to choline. Now choline then is converted to trimethyl, trimethylamine, which is done by choline TMA lyase or an enzyme called CUT-C. So CUT-C or choline TMA lyase converts choline to TMA. TMA then, by the help of another enzyme, which is present in the microbiota as well and is present in our liver as well, that is called flavin-containing monooxygenase or FMO. So this TMA can actually get out of the bacteria, directly go to our liver, 
and will find this enzyme over there or it can stay within the bacteria where this enzyme is also present and the TMA is going to convert into TMAO, trimethylamine N oxidase. So here we have TMAO coming out from here or going TMA going to the liver and then TMAO coming out from there. Eventually after eating red meat we'll get TMAO. That TMAO is atherogenic. It makes atherosclerotic plaques. So this is that plaque that is formed. So guess who reduces the production of TMA and TMAO? Berberin, right? So what happens is, this is berberin. Berberin is also enters the bacterium. In the bacterium, there is an enzyme called nitroreductase, reduces through nitrogen, nitroreductase. Nitroreductase converts the berberin into dihydroberberin. Now this is a very similar conversion like vitamin C goes through. And not only this, this dihydroberberin can then convert back into berberin. And then berberin can once again be nitroreductased to dihydroberberin. So this back and forth continues to happen. So you would say, why are they doing this seesaw? The result of this is that every time this operation occurs, a proton is generated. That proton actually attacks the choline TMA lyase and attacks the flavin-containing monooxygenase enzymes. So cut C and FMO enzymes. So that proton would attack them like a bullet and disable them or reduce their function. So the result is that from phosphatidylcholine, the production of TMA and TMAO will reduce. So the basic atherogenic component produced by the microbiota after we eat meat will be controlled by berberin. So that means when we're eating meat, we should take berberin with that so that we can reduce this effect. But in general, Berberin morning and evening. Now, I want to make sure that you are aware I have done three more lectures for berberin that are also present on this FLCCC list. And one of them is side effects, contraindications, and toxicities of berberin. Please make sure that you watch that so that you are aware of what are the possible harms of berberin. And then, of course, talk with your doctor when you're using it because if you're taking other diabetes related drugs, then berberin can actually augment their effect. So you have to be careful. Just talk with your doctor, watch that other video as well. So what is the takeaway then? Berberin, when not present, and the meat, when we are eating phosphatidylcholine, would eventually become TMAO, which would cause atherosclerosis. When the berberin is present, berberin would become, in a very vitamin-like fashion, it will move from berberin to dihydroberberin. That's a very vitamin C-like fashion of operation. And that proton that would be generated when it goes back to berberin, that proton would then attack the enzymes that are taking part in TMAO production. Very, very fascinating process. So now I want to read the abstract. So I actually went the reverse way for this paper. I showed you the results first. So the abstract says, trimethylamine N-oxide, TMAO, derived from the gut microbiota, is an atherogenic metabolite. This study investigates whether or not berberine could reduce TMAO production in the gut microbiota and treat atherosclerosis. So that's saying treat atherosclerosis. Effect of berberine on TMAO production in the gut microbiota as well as on plaque development in atherosclerosis were investigated in the culture of animal, intestinal, bacterial, high-fat diet-fed animals and atherosclerotic patients. So they did in vitro studies, in animal studies, and in human studies. We found that oral berberin in animals lowers TMAO biosynthesis in intestine through interacting with enzyme-coenzyme choline trimethylamine lyase, which I discussed, 
Cutsy, and the FMO in the gut microbiota. This action was performed by the berberine's metabolite dihydroberberine, a reductive berberine by nitroreductase in the gut microbiota, which I explained as well, via a vitamin-like effect down-regulating choline TMAO production pathway. So they're saying that this pathway was down-regulated by berberine. Oral berberine decreased TMAO production in animal intestine, lowered blood TMAO and interrupted plaque formation in blood vessels in high-fat diet fed hamsters. Moreover, 21 patients with atherosclerosis exhibited the average decrease of plaque score by 3.2% after oral berberine half milligram, uh, half gram in the morning and half gram in the evening for four months. P is significant, whereas the plaque score in patients treated with rosuvastatin, aspirin, clopidogrel sulfate, and tica grillor, four months, 12 patients, increased by 1.9% the plaque. TMA and TMAO in patients decreased by 38 to 29% in feces. That is also very important. Now, please remember, berberine is only 1% bioavailable. So if I take 500 milligram, only 1% actually goes in the blood. The remaining stays in the intestine. So this kind of now connects the dots that the remaining berberine in the intestine actually goes and works on the microbiota and modulates them. And the proof of that is that the TMA and TMAO present in our feces that is produced by microbiota that reduced if berberine is acting on the microbiota. So here is the proof. TMA and TMAO in patients decreased by 38 and 29% in feces, P is significant, and 37 and 35% in plasma, both areas, after four months of berberine. Berberine might treat atherosclerotic plaque at least partially through decreasing TMAO in a mode of action similar to that of vitamins. So just very quickly, I think you do not need this one. But 27 was a study done by Jilin University Changchun. And this was oral berberine, one gram per day, half in the morning, half in the evening, or 500 milligram at two times. 16 patients in the control group, 21 in the treatment group. And we have already seen these results as well. So this is the talk. Four months only, one component and cheap, what, $30, $40? Cheap component compared to multiple drugs, allopathic drugs, expensive prescriptions, and berberine comes out as reducing the plaque and the traditional therapy, classical allopathic therapy comes out as still slightly increasing the plaque. So that is a discussion. Please once again make sure that you read up on the toxicities, harms, and side effects of berberine before you decide to use it and then talk with your doctor as well. Thank you and have a good day. I'll see you again.